Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcast, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning, best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Hey, what's up, my friend? Welcome to today's episode of the Think Unbroken podcast, where we are going to be talking about nourishing your mind and understanding the intersection between mental health and nutrition. In today's episode, we're going to find out all about how our food and what we put into our body affects our mental health with former guests of the Think Unbroken podcast, Brian Kane, Amber Shaw, and Uma Neo. And in this episode, not only are we going to talk about the food that we consume and how it impacts us, but more importantly, we're going to talk about the mindset of nourishing our bodies for success. Many of you know my journey, but if you don't, previously I was over 350 pounds, smoking two packs a day and drinking myself to sleep. And it wasn't until I got deep into the healing journey that I started to really understand the impact of the food and drink that I was consuming. I can tell you it's honestly like night and day. When I stopped eating fast food every single day, processed food, sugars, getting um, my highs off of energy drinks and smoking cigarettes and drinking a bunch of alcohol, not only did the weight come off, which is definitely a conversation to be had, but more importantly, the way I started to feel about myself shifted. You know, I grew up and I really had this thought process that I am quote unquote big boned or it's in my DNA or this is what the people in my family are like, when in reality it was the nutrition or lack thereof in my life that was causing the most problems. Now, of course, there's a little bit more to the equation than simply that, but this one area of your life, if shifted, if you change your nutrition, and you change the food that you're putting into your body, I can guarantee you that you'll see your mental health change as well. So I'm very excited for this episode, Nourishing Your Mind, and until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see you. What I'm curious about here, Brian, is 
for people listening, because I, I do believe that there is a correlation between mental healthness and physical healthness. I think they're hand in hand. People will argue, say, maybe not. I'm a proponent that you can't have one without the other. So if you're in this place and you're like, man, my life is a disaster. I'm depressed. I'm anxious. I don't want to do this. I don't want the 5 a.m. club. Like, where do you really like start in this? You start with small changes and realize that ordinary things done consistently well lead to extraordinary results over time. And it's not about making all these massive changes. And, and to keep the analogy of weight loss here, because I think weight loss goes across everything. It's entrepreneurship. It can be, you know, your trauma. It's the same kind of idea in terms of the principles of success from my experience. Anyway, you're breaking it down into what's the small change that I can do now that's going to inevitably lead to the end result that I want. And you stick to it no matter what. Like it can be something as simple, Michael, as, right, I'm not going to take the elevator. I'm not going to take the escalator. I'm not going to take the lift at work anymore. I'm going to take the stairs. That's consistent. Regardless of how small that change is, you have a weight loss goal. You've made this one change. You know, there's a lift and a, an escalator and an elevator that you could take to your fifth floor or sixth floor in your office. But no, you're going to take the stairs. That, that's a non negotiable. You've set your non-negotiable. I'm doing it regardless of how I feel. One of my mentors used to always tell me that successful people do what they have to do regardless of how they feel. You set it as a non-negotiable and that's what you do consistently over time. It's the same with food changes. You know, a big mistake people make is if you're a hundred pounds overweight, you don't need to make massive just to lose weight. And some people will go on a mad diet or they'll change all of their meals and all of their food. I'm like, if you've got a hundred pounds to lose, I'm like slightly eating less calories is going to be basic calories in, calories out for the majority of people. So if you're eating, you know, I, I had one girl that I was working with back when I was a one-to-one -one trainer before I moved online and she was 120 pounds overweight and she was eating, you know, seven or eight Mars bars every single night. And I was like, okay, I just want you to eat five. I was like, don't eat seven. I was like, eat five. That's, that's, I was like, keep everything in the same. I was like, and she's like, but no, I was like, I'm eating five Mars bars. I was like, nope, just eat five Mars bars. I was like, eat your normal food, keep doing what you're doing, but don't eat seven, eat five. And then after a month, we dropped it to four. And then after a month and a half, six weeks, we dropped it to three. Eventually brought it down that she was just eating one or two. And she lost a load of weight because that was still eliciting a calorie def or a deficit for her. You know, she didn't even work out in the gym. Our whole first workout was we went up and down the stairs of the gym. It took an hour for her to go up and down the stairs twice. That was the entire workout for her. And we were able to get her weight down. I remember she sent me a photo. It was still one of my favorite things of all time. When she went into an airplane and into a plane and was able to put on the normal seats. She's like, this is the first time I didn't have to buy seats. And I was like, that's amazing. Because she was so big, she obviously had to use the seatbelts from the two seats. And she was able to put on the normal strap and buy one seat. And I was like, that it was amazing. As a coach, it's one of the best things you can get back from somebody and be like, you've impacted my life in this way. And it's those things. People will make too many big changes too soon in whatever it is they're doing. And that's a recipe for failure. Like you're going to fall off. Like nobody can change their entire life over the space of a week and expect to stick to it. I consider myself quite disciplined and I can't do it, you know? And I think a lot of people, Michael, you're probably in the same bracket. You try and make way too many changes too soon. It's a recipe for failure. So set yourself up on the front end for success. Even if that's a small win that you consistently do because it's a non-negotiable, that's enough to get you up and running. And then you build on that. Another small change is like, if you're trying to lose weight or build muscle or lose body fat and you haven't been eating that well, I'm like, change one of your main meals. I'm like, change your breakfast, make a healthy breakfast choice, maybe some scrambled egg, you know, um, some poached egg on a whole grain bagel. Eat whatever you want for lunch, your normal food. Eat whatever you want for dinner. And just for the next 14 days, for the next 21 days, 
you are making a good food choice at breakfast. You've made one meal choice that's going to have a positive impact on the rest of your day. And then in three weeks time, you look at your lunch. You start making a healthier food choice at lunchtime. And then for three weeks, you just do breakfast and lunch. And you eat whatever you want for dinner, have whatever you want for snacks. And then in another three weeks, another four weeks, you look at your dinner. And then over the space of three months, even less in some cases, you've gone from eating whatever you want, not making any food conscious food choices, to eating a good quality breakfast, a good quality lunch, and a good quality dinner. So you're now probably feeling more energized. You probably have an increased metabolic rate. So you're probably burning more calories. So you're moving more throughout the day because your energy levels are up. Your sleep has probably improved. Your sex drive has potentially improved. Your hormones are more balanced because you're not eating all the artificial foods that you were eating before. And over three months, you've completely changed your diet. But people want to do it overnight. And that's a mistake because it just doesn't help based on your starting point. So don't go from zero to 10, go from zero to one and then one to two and build from there. One of the things that I, I want to talk about and actually go a little bit deeper here with, because I think it's important. I, I don't actually agree with you about something, and that's that people know what to eat. And the reason why I say that is because, A, there's so much misinformation in nutrition. Like, you know this, you go look at the back of a box, people may think that's healthy, right? Or fast food or whatever. Can you give us just some baseline pointers about, A, what is the difference between like healthy food and bad foods? And again, this is objective to everyone, so let's be clear. But, but also why you said, you know, maybe packaged foods aren't the way that you should go. Yeah, of course. And I think what I, what I meant by, you know, most people know that, and I, I do think you're right. There are like kind of the healthy foods in the box that can actually be like just as, you know, just as bad for you. But I, I think kind of on a broader scale, what I was talking about is I think most people know that like an apple is going to be better for you than a box of Oreos, right? Like I think that those extremes, but you're right, there is a, is a gray area uh, that can be very confusing to people, be, particularly because of the way that these food companies market and all of that stuff. So, you know, the thing is, is that just to kind of, you know, explain why I say that when it comes to nutrition, right? Nutrition really can be very simple. We have just overcomplicated it. We very, we very much overcomplicated. When I talk about getting more real food into your diet, I'm really talking about the perimeter of the grocery store, right? So, if you'll notice, pretty much every grocery store is set up the same way. It's at the perimeter of the grocery store, not going, not snaking through those inner aisles. The, where you're going to find the fresh foods are going to be around the outer perimeters of the store. And the reason why stuff in a box and a package can um, can be not only like harmful for your health, but also like if you have some weight loss goals, why it can just kind of derail you and you don't even realize it is because. Um, on the extreme, of course, you've got the stuff that's like loaded with chemicals that can be like big hormone disruptors for your body and loaded with the like saturated fats, which are bad for your heart. And you've got stuff, you know, that's like loaded with sugar, um, which can affect your hormones as well. And, you, you know, the way that you store fat uh, and cause inflammation in the body. It's basically like oh, there's kind of those extremes, right? What's those are, again, like maybe the things that you might you might think like, oh, OK, yeah, bag of Doritos like that might not be that might not be great. But there's also kind of this whole other area of, of foods in a box or a package that market themselves as being healthy, but they're still loaded with like fake sugars, right? Um, they're still loaded with stuff. Um, uh, they could still be high in, in sugars. They could still have, um, you know, lots of chemicals and stuff in them. So when I teach nutrition, I'm not unrealistic that like you're never going to eat anything out of a box or a package. Like that's ridiculous. I, I do. Um, but 
it's just becoming aware of what you're putting into your body, right? So kind of my rule of thumb is if I go to the grocery store and I flip something over and I'm looking at the label and I can't pronounce what pretty much like what's in, what's in the ingredients, I don't buy it. There's enough options out there right now um, to where you, but you just have to look, you have to know what you're looking for. And that, that's, that's what I'm going to teach you is that you just, you want to flip it over and look at the ingredients first. And you just really ideally want to go for something in a box or a package if you can't find it like fresh or you're, you need something that's fast and on the go and a lot of people are busy. You just want to look at as few of it, as few as uh, ingredients as possible. And you want them to be real food, right? So you really try want to try and stay away from stuff that has a lot of chemical names in it. Um, any of the, if you're wondering, you heard me say a second ago, like fake sugars, you're like, I don't even know if I know how to, what to, uh, to spot that really any of those ending in the O S E like sucralose, dextrose, like any of those, like they could mean sugar, not necessarily fake sugar. Some of them are fake sugars and that, uh, some of them are just another word for sugar. But, uh, again, we want to be mindful of things with extra sugar in them because sugar can bring a whole host of problems um, for the body. Not only is it can be extra calories, so that can increase your weight, but also, again, inflammation in the body. It can disrupt your gut, gut health. Um, you know, my whole mission is really to, uh, when I'm empowering women and, and men too about, you know, not dieting anymore, it's also though to educate you on the food that you're putting in your body. Because especially as we age, we're just not in a place anymore where we can just keep looking at food as like calories in, calories out. If we wanna live a long, healthy life, we need to get our head out of the sand and start looking at our food as medicine and start looking at actually what are we putting in our bodies? Um, because, um, that's super, super important. So I think that that's, you know, if you are somebody that's like, you know, I, I want to start eating healthy, but I just don't know, like if you're listening to this, you're like, I just don't know where to start. I would tell you, honest to God, just start by shopping the perimeters of the store. See, see if you can find what you need around the perimeters of the store. Now, when you go into the center aisles, the snake aisles, I always say, I just want you to start being aware. I just want you, I train my ladies how to be labeled ninjas. Okay. Because I just, you're going to be surprised. Um, you're going to be surprised, uh, you know, an example I always like to give is like even there's hidden sugars even in like uh, bread. So, you know, Dave's Killer Bread, that's one everybody loves. Um, it's got five grams of added sugar in every slice. And you might wonder like, well, is that a lot? I don't know. Is, is that a lot? Well, just to give you a frame of reference, women, according to the American Heart Association, women really shouldn't have more than um, like 25 grams of added sugar in your day. So if you're eating a sandwich on Dave's Killer Bread and it's got five grams of sugar in each slice, well, that's almost half your sugar intake, right? So I think that's one of the big, big things, I think, with what you talked about in the beginning of the show about why we're in such like a, you know, epidemic of like overweight people. And a lot of, a lot of it does have to do with so much of the added sugars in our food. So if you could do anything today, just one thing, if you're listening to this, and I, I talk about those small incremental changes, if you could do just one thing to really uh, take control of your health, it would be just to start paying attention to the sugar that you're putting in your body. And I'm not just talking about the cookies and the cakes and all that. I want you to start paying attention to the labels. And I want you to start just looking at the added sugars um, because you will notice you'll start sleeping better. Your energy will be better. Your skin will be clear. You'll have less bloat. You'll probably start to notice over time too that you start to lose some weight if that's your goal um, by just doing that one thing. Sorry, I went yeah. off on a tangent on there, but I can I could go for hours about all that. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> it's really important too. I mean, even 
even myself having a lot of education in nutrition over the years, you know, I caught myself, I found this um, uh, protein shake that I love. And I was like, oh, it's got a little bit of dextrose in it. Fine. Not a big deal. And then I installed, I installed, this is the language I'm going to use. I installed a continuous glucose monitor in myself. And, and I was like, holy crap, this thing spikes my glucose so much. And it's supposed to be healthy for you. So I'm right there with you on your sugar. When you, when you measure that, you look at the, the, the insulin resistance happening in the world. And look, yes. I'm not a doctor, so let me be very clear about that. I'm just saying from my own biohacking and looking what happens, you know, when, I, when I've been really cognizant about the packaged foods, about watching the sugars, I feel better. I sleep better. My gut health is better. My relationships yeah. are better. My business is better. Like, you know, there's one of my friends, Gary Brecka, who runs Streamline Health System, which is a genius. He, he says um, sugar is actually the root of all evil. Not Seriously? <laughs> Wait till I'm dying to know the, the glucose monitor that you do. Was it levels or is it a different? Was it a different one? A glucose? Was it just a, yeah, it's a different one? Um, I mean, there's like seven different companies out here who are doing it right now. And I was just, I had a friend recommend one to me and I just like popped it in there. So, yeah. So I'm actually in the middle right now. The company levels is when they're doing like kind of trials right now. So I got in on their trial. I'm actually in the middle of it too, because it is just crazy. You know, I think that when it, when it comes to nutrition, yeah, like I totally agree. Sugar really is with your, like your friends that it's the root of all evil when you, it's because it affects your hormones, your insulin, the insulin resistance, it affects your metabolism. Like there's so much to it. This whole archaic way of thinking, which is why I think so many people are stuck in the diet world anyway, of just like, oh, it's only calories in and calories out. It doesn't matter what you eat. It's just calories in, calories out. Yes, calories matter. That's science. Like you can't be overeating and expect to lose weight. However, uh, there's so much more to the story. Um, so anyways, I, I'm super passionate about that. But yeah, I, I agree. Sugar is the root of all evil. I want to first start with kind of the correlation between the foods that we are consuming and the right. detrimental potential ramifications of those foods. And if there are right. certain foods like processed foods, like sugars, like substitutes that can right. lead to depression, anxiety, or um, right. any other ramifications that maybe we're just not aware of and what we should be paying right. attention to. Right. So, you know, there are different nuances in the different mental health conditions, but there are some general things that I think people should know. The thing, though, is most people associate that with their waistline or weight gain or family history of type 2 diabetes. They don't link it to their mental health. And herein mm. is really the power of nutritional psychiatry. It's those highly processed, uh, ultra-processed junk foods, processed foods, fast foods, seed oils, which, um, you know, processed vegetable oils and seed oils, which many fast food restaurants use because it's cheaper. Um, and then, you know, the high fructose corn syrup is, which is also in many savory foods, you don't even realize it. So it's not just a sugary candy or something that has sugar. It's also other food. Artificial sweeteners is another big one. Um, and so, you know, the wrong types of fats, the, the kind of shelf stable baked goods that have those fats that are unhealthy for our body, uh, Many of those things, people think, oh, you know, if I do that, if I eat that, I'm going to gain weight, but they also affect your mental health. Here's a quick one. You know, if you're eating lunch meats for um, maybe maybe a what you think is a healthy lunch meat, but um, uh, it, it contains nitrates, that actually drives depression. If you're thinking, oh, you know, Dr. Knight, you talk about um, eating yogurt because yogurt has, uh, I should talk about blueberries and should talk about yogurt. I'm going to get a blueberry yogurt. Well, 
of fruited yogurt, a half cup, can have up to eight teaspoons of sugar in it. Mm -hmm. So it's not that blueberries or yogurt are not healthy. It's that the fruited yogurts and the way in which they are kind of brought forward through advertising, people think, oh, that's the great option. But the added sugar really knocks away the positive benefits. So have the plain yogurt if you consume dairy and have the blueberries with it, but don't, don't buy the fruited kind. Those are just some simple things that, you know, we don't realize sometimes when we, when we shopping or buying our food. What is happening as the body is metabolizing sugar that can lead to depression or anxiety or with nitrates leading to increased levels of depression? Like what is, what is actually happening from a physiological perspective? So one of the mechanisms, a few different mechanisms that are being explored and are being and evolving as we understand nutritional psychiatry, but one of them is oxidative stress and inflammation. Inflammation in the body is really being seen as underlying conditions like depression, anxiety, and even cognitive disorders. So if you think back to just what we're eating, when we're eating a, 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 an unhealthy meal, um, the, the food is processed, the gut and brain are connected. So our digestive tract, we started to chew food, we swallowed, it starts to interact with our, um, with our gut, goes to our stomach, all of that, but it also involves these interaction with the gut microbes. When you are eating healthier foods, those breakdown products of digestion also include positive substances for your body and for your brain. One of those is short-chain fatty acids. But when you're eating the kind of just the fat, you're always in the fast food lane and eating the foods that we know are unhealthy. The breakdown products are more toxic to the body and to mm. those microbes. And they are, they are toxic metabolites that uh, they, inter they interact with the bad microbes in the gut, right? Because they're good, good microbes and bad microbes. Good microbes are there to cheer us on, help us with many bodily functions from sleep and circadian rhythm, which is our internal bottom body clock, hormones, vitamin production, immunity, and many things, uh, including mental health. So when they are not being nurtured, but their, their bad neighbors um, are being nurtured, those bad microbes take over over time and sets up for gut inflammation. Gut inflammation, because there's a single cell layer lining the gut, um, is easily disrupted and gut inflammation, therefore, through the loop and through that system being connected can lead to brain inflammation. So it really starts, uh, starts there as one of the mechanisms. And I use that example because it touches the oxidative stress, it touches the inflammation, the neuroinflammation. And because we are eating, chewing, and swallowing our food, it's an easier mechanism to understand. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review. And you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program.